Good evening, jammers, and welcome to the Jams and Cocktails live podcast. Hope everybody's had a great week. I'm back in the studio tonight with the ever lovely Miss Jordan Taylor. <laughs> the bad bitch, Ellie Brock. The master of disaster, Mr. Derek Zugel. Oh, that's Dan. <laughs> and our good friend and guest panelist tonight, Dan Daddy McCabe. Massive applause. Yeah, calm down, calm down. You guys, no, we're... Really, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Welcome to the show tonight. We're having an open discussion this evening uh, about modern music superstars and their charitable contributions. So I chose this, uh, this topic after reading a social media post uh, kind of chastising modern superstars and, uh, and their charitable efforts while simultaneously praising the days of Live Aid and the beginnings of Farm Aid and fundraising telethons. And while I agree that those events were revolutionary and that many music artists jump on board to lend a hand, I do think that it's important to, uh, to shed some light on some of today's most philanthropic music superstars. And that just because we get bombarded by social media and tabloid fodder doesn't mean that they're not going above and beyond their charitable or in their charitable work. So uh, we're going to discuss that tonight during the show. We'll also go to church with Ellie's bad bitch Bible study. We'll play a shocking round of truth hurts trivia. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Derek is so excited. We'll put Dan on the hot seat inside the Lipton tea. And of course, we'll go through our shameless plugs. But uh, before we dive into our discussion this evening, we're going to kick things off tonight with our cocktail of the week. I listed the shot song. you guys well our cocktail this week was submitted by our very own dan mccabe here and uh it's called the spider bite and uh so it's a pretty simple uh simple recipe but it's a delicious drink so it's uh if you're making the full-size drink it's two ounces of tarantula tequila which is something that we haven't tried here on the uh on the show before um so it's uh two ounces of that eight ounces of red bull and two Little tiny teaspoons of cherry juice. You should get a nice and uh, and serve it uh, up or over fresh ice. I think um, we we we've done it in uh, in cocktails here, but uh, we'll go to the Voila. big cam here. So here we are. This is the spider bite. Uh, cheers to those of us th- those of us drinking this. Seems evening. like mine's disappeared. <laughs> it's really good. That tequila has a it sweetness to it. Yeah, I don't hate it. I had a sample. That's good. It's good for. I'm not. I'm not usually a tequila person, uh, but that that's a, that's a nice cocktail, Dan. Yes. Bravo! Uh, I think I'm gonna sip on it for moments because I'm sure it'll, it'll, it'll be gone. It'll be gone super soon. <laughs> uh, you guys join us each week for our shot or cocktail of the week by visiting us at jncpodcast.com and seeing what we're planning then of course get everything you need delivered to your door from our friends at drizzly drizzly yeah drizzly. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so 
Uh, we're going to get into our discussion this evening. I uh, just want to say that this is an open discussion. So any of you out there that are listening live and want to chime in the chats and comments, we are here. Jordan's reading them. I'll be reading them. If you want to uh, call in, yeah, we can. you can call the hotline. <laughs> um, yeah. Hotline bling. Yeah. 1-800-JAMS-AND-COCKS. <laughs> <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't get the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's we ran out of numbers, really. 1-800-JAM-COCK. <laughs> Done with you. You're, you're cut off. Um, but yeah, we definitely want your feedback on the things that we're talking about tonight, because I this is something that, uh, that really rang uh, solid to me, so I wanted to put it out there. So I'm going to start by prefacing that this is not this is not a dig at the person who made the social media post. Uh, it was an eye-opening and provocative post, and it was enough for me to do some research and come up with this show topic. So I think it's important to understand that in no particular order, uh, generation, mindset, and presentation is part of the equation that fuels our perception of modern celebrities. Can everybody agree with that? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh while we'll be focusing on uh, music's superstar philanthropist, it's worth noting that there's a huge list of celebrities that are doing the most. Uh, if you're interested in diving into that entire thing, a, a great website is looktothestars.org. And, uh, of course, we'll put that in the show notes, uh, probably in the re-upload. But um, check that out. It's a great website, and, it, and it's loaded with news of celebrities just doing the most. It's, it's awesome. Uh, we, we got a lot of stories there. Uh, that we're going to share with you tonight. So music and causes have gone together for a super long time. Um, and to lay the foundation for our modern superstars, I'm just going to highlight some events that are, are the most notable. Uh, in 1971, going way back, uh, Beatles guitarist George Harrison put together a benefit concert for Bengali refugees that fled India during their revolution. Uh, the star-studded concert raised $250,000 for UNICEF, and it didn't stop there. After years of continuous fundraising, on this very day in 1982, George presented UNICEF with a $9 million check. So uh, on February 9th, isn't that something? Uh, I think I think it's all coming together for a reason here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, that was massive. And just... Uh, over a little over a decade later, later, probably one of the most well-known charity concerts uh, came in 1985, and that is, of course, Live Aid. Um, and uh, let me uh, let me go to everybody here. I could put some stuff up here for those of you watching. We'll just use the Jordy files for now. Okay. Yeah. So um, we had we had, of course, Live Aid uh, in 1985. Massive, 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 massive. Uh, this was intended to raise money and awareness for famine in Ethiopia. And the event actually went on to raise around $140 million. Um, and uh, it was just probably one of the biggest charity concert situations ever, ever made. Right. Um, and certainly one of the more memorable uh, picklebacking off of live aid came farm aid, which is an ongoing concert event in support of American farmers. And um, that is still continuing to this day which uh, is pretty cool also. Uh, Bob Dylan, actually, at Live Aid, came out on stage and said, why aren't we doing something like this for American farmers? And uh, the rest is history, so Farm Aid's still, still keeping on. So, you guys, events like this have raised tons of money and awareness for various causes around the world. So the question is, why aren't these events 
plastered all over radio and television like in years past. My topic catalyst stated in their post that music is dead. And I respectfully disagree. And I rebut that traditional television and radio are dead. Figuratively speaking, of course. Uh, So tonight we're going to be sharing some modern stories of philanthropy. Is that how you say that? Philanthropy. Philanthropy. Thank you, Jordan. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Jordan got a word right? Jordan got a word right. And it's on the Jordy file screen. Philanthropy. And I have this word so many times this evening, so (laughs) forgive me if I can't read. Um, (laughs) You're taking the Jordy file spot. It's fine. (laughs) As I said, tonight we're going to be sharing some modern stories of philanthropy from our modern music superstars and shine a light on why you probably don't find them plastered anywhere. Uh, I appreciate your attention through that monologue (laughs) and Jordan, of course, your help uh, pronouncing words. Uh, So let's get (laughs) some other voices in here. Uh, As as you, if you're watching the show, everybody's on the screen here. And uh, uh, I want to talk first about our featured artists. Uh, If you see the cover photo, uh, of course, Taylor Swift and Rihanna, they stood out to me because they're doing the most currently right now. Um, Rihanna just, you know, we'll, we'll talk about her, but just did something huge. And Taylor has been doing the most since 2011. So we're beyond that. Um, so uh, let me uh, pull up my articles here. So we'll start with Taylor Swift, right? Can everybody agree that Taylor Swift does the most? Like she is uh, always out there doing something charitable. Oh, definitely. She's always, always talking about doing something charitable and, She's always involved with whatever's going on at the time, whether it be hurricanes or any natural disaster relief and Haiti. So, yeah, she's always her name's always out there. Well, going all the way back to 2011, uh, Taylor donated seventy thousand dollars in books to her hometown library. Now, this is back like she was popular, but uh, this is before she became pop Taylor. Yeah. Um, So that's huge. That's one thing there. Um. In 2015, she gave $50,000 in song proceeds to New York City schools. Pretty big. Um, what else here? Uh, there's tons of stuff, so I'm like rifling through. Uh, if I miss anything, please. Uh, that Nashville thing. Yeah, that and that was just recently. That was just recently. Um she she uh, met a boy with autism and donated ten thousand dollars to get him a service dog. Um, yeah, that's a big one in twenty twenty. She donated a million dollars to Nashville tornado relief. Where is Taylor? We should put her up on the screen here. There she is. Um, <laughs> with the, the little photo says, uh, "Today I broke up with my tumor, and we are never getting back together." She's there with a little girl. Oh, uh, I love that like ever it says so cute but yeah um you know the, that was a massive you know when the t- tornadoes ripped through nashville devastating and uh yeah she donated a million dollars to that um she uh one little thing is she, she donated 13 grand to two mothers gofundme pages to help pay rent um and a big one just uh just a year ago in march uh, she donated $50,000 to a mother of five whose husband died of COVID. Uh, so she's going into people's GoFundMes that she finds and just donating this huge yeah. amount of money. So, And uh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg for Taylor. It uh, says that she also gifted a uh, PA school district 
$100,000 to rebuild a kid's playground and called it Kids Kingdom. Kids Kingdom. I love that. <laughs> yes. Clear that she's not doing this for the, uh, for the notoriety either. You right, because no one knows about any how, of this. How many of anybody? How, you know, who's heard of these things? Yeah, and, right. And it's it's like personal people that she's just giving away to their GoFundMe's. I think that's amazing. It's just yes. And then personal question, I guess, on the topic, because, um, like, who's the last person that you heard of that it was known that they donated or did things like this? Because instantly that comes to my mind is Akon. I feel like after Akon back in like, what was it like 2008 or something when he, no, why he, he became and gave all the water. Or yeah. Well, got he, water he basically Africa donated or, a bunch of like water purification stations for, yeah. For his, uh, his hometown. Yeah. I feel like he's the uh, last one that comes to mind that I, that's funny. Man. You know what I mean? Well, that made a big enough impact yeah. that I remember. You're, you're, it. if you're looking for it, you'll find it. I swear. Like, uh, check out that website. Um, and, uh, and you'll see it. You'll see it in its entirety, and in its news every single day of people doing these wonderful things in the celebrity world. Unfortunately, I think it's not news. That's that's the problem right now. Is that it's not being nationally broadcast. It's not being. We're not making a big enough deal about it, right? So we're not getting things out there. People don't hear about what what their favorite celebrity is doing, so they don't join the bandwagon. Sure, right? Now, bandwagoning was a huge deal. In the '90s and the early 2000s, you saw your favorite celebrity do, celebrity doing something, wearing something. You were going out to do the same thing. You wanted to be a part of whatever they were a part of. That's not happening as much. Well, so maybe in the world of of charity, um, because the truth is, and I believe that it's it's uh, a different focus. You know, so the original post, as I mentioned, that that, that is kind of the catalyst for all this, you know, is is focusing on that old school thought that telethons and big concerts are like the end all be all to show that musicians are involved in the community. Right. That's not the case anymore because, you know, uh, we'll we'll kind of get into that. um, But like musicians, entertainers have a direct line to their fans now so they can source funds for causes directly from their fans. They don't have to throw a big concert. They can go and sing in their shower and, and put it on a live stream and generate a million dollars just, just, you know, on that whim. So more on that. Uh, I do want to touch a little bit on Rihanna, who was another one that stuck out to me that stuck out to me. Is that a thing? Stuck out, stuck out, stuck, <laughs> stuck, 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 stuck out to me. Uh, Johnny Ringo would like that one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Um, just just recently, uh, like last month, uh, Rihanna's Clara Lionel Foundation donated fifteen million dollars to climate justice organizations working to help island nations and uh, impoverished cities on those islands um, deal with climate change and deal with weather changes. You know, uh, Haiti, of course, uh, struck with that massive earthquake that killed a bunch of people. Um, she donated quite a bit of money on that. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, like 500, half a million dollars in relief, uh, when that earthquake hit and that's her foundation. Um, so she's like, you know, but did we hear about that? Was that, you know, did, was that on, on national news for any extended period of time? Um, 
Nope. That's probably the time that the Tide Pods, you should not eat them. <laughs> yeah. being talked about. Right. Maybe that's so. way more important. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, and. Uh, Although, don't eat the Tide Pods. Don't eat the. Don't eat them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, <laughs> Unless you're an expert. But, you know, um, they're not the only ones doing things. I have a very short list of of notable mentions of people doing things uh, i know ellie had a couple people that she wanted to bring up to so i'm just going to go through this this very quick list of uh i'm going to put this little picture of rihanna up uh, of her uh in her hometown actually um but anyway so there's that uh, uh notable mention rapper jack harlow teamed up with kfc to donate a quarter million dollars to tornado victims in his home state of kentucky um, which I think is incredibly generous. Did anybody hear about that other than just now? No, and I like I Jack know. Harlow too. Yeah, he's right. great, he's and no. he's at the top of his game. And you think KFC would have, you know, put right. some stickers on their building? Yeah, or it's because radio yeah. and television are not the end-all, be-all anymore, right? It's all about your algorithm now on social. Yes. Well, it's going to be directly related to that. Not only that, but I, I think it has mm-hmm. a lot to do with, and it, it sucks, and I hate going here, but it everything is so political. How is this going to look for me in the long run? Right. How is this? And I'm not talking about Jack Harlow himself. I'm talking about like KFC. Right. Am I going to lose clientele if they find out that I did this? Right. Right. You know, everything is optics these days uh, for sure. Cancel culture. You think you lose lose clients by giving away, you know. (laughs) stuff you think <laughs> but, um, but what if like heaven forbid like jack harlow has like a scandal or whatever and now all of a sudden like kfc has publicized this partnership with him for, mm-hmm. even for charity people will still like come with their pitchforks you know interesting perspective. Yeah. do you think that doing something bad negates all the good you've done in today's society absolutely 100% 100% <laughs> You know. One bad thing. Aww. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could give all your money away to charity, and if you fuck up once, and it's not even about, on the internet. It's not even about <laughs> fucking up after you give all the money away. It's if somebody digs up dirt on oh, you. Oh yeah, that's twenty five years yeah, ago. Absolutely. Of you being oh, yeah. off color. Yeah. And uh, and they're gonna bring that up twenty five years later and be like, well, oh, it negates everything that you've done. That's it's absolutely. happening right now today. It's crazy. I guarantee what anybody out there listening live, you chime in, you tell me a story of of a of a, a celebrity right now that you know is getting backlash from years past. Oh, no matter yeah. all the good that they've done. I want to yeah. hear it. I want to hear it. Jordan, keep a lookout for that. Okay. Um got you. Uh another person uh that is a notable mention is of course Ariana Grande. She teamed mm-hmm. up with BetterHelp to give away five million dollars in free mental health therapy in honor of World Mental Health Day. Uh, and she threw a massive concert with Coldplay to benefit the Manchester bombing. Um, after that happened at her show, right? While she was performing, yeah, she came back and and stood on stage again after that happened to her, and raised money to benefit the people that were affected by that. Unbelievable. You know, Anthony actually chimed in with something here on youtube and it's seeing things from a different perspective um it is how charities should be are we are people doing it for the recognition or are they doing it for the right reason to help people well i am going to come to that point too also um and and yes i completely there there is a conversation there Mm -hmm. um (laughs) absolutely absolutely 
and and I'm going to touch on that in just a minute. I do want to. Uh, there's two more people that I have on my list. It, the list is endless, guys. By the way, I'm just picking people musically in the music business that stood out to me that are that are relevant today. Maybe not the last guy on this list, but but he's <laughs> he's always relevant to me. Anyway, Macklemore, uh, actually, oh no, not not yay. He's coming up later. <laughs> Macklemore, uh, he actually teamed up with Brooks Running to donate fifty thousand dollars to Mary's Place, and that's a that's a Seattle shelter that serves uh, people experiencing homelessness. Uh, and he was there on site, you know, hanging with the kids that are they're living there right now. Uh, I think that's huge. Uh, Fat Joe, Fat Joe, uh, over this past Thanksgiving, he teamed with Crasdale. Foods. Did I say that right, Jordan? Crasdale? Crasdale Foods. Looks good to me. (laughs) uh, To give away 3,000 grocery bags with over 36 grand worth of food uh, in New York City. And um, he was doing that out of his sneaker stores that he has up there uh, and his apparel stores. You know, so he was just like, in fact, Joe, like, that's, that's my. That's my 2002 baby coming out. Yeah, I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Air No. No. <laughs> if I do that, I might fall. <laughs> we, went, we all might fall. <laughs> you don't remember that song? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. I thought I like made some shit up or something. You're making shit up. Oh. Um, we just pull up our pants and... Okay. Anyway... <laughs> careful <laughs> <laughs> i know i couldn't start it <laughs> but even even yay uh our, our 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 good friend yay uh as wild as he yay. is um oh you're talking about kanye no that's not his name anymore yeah legally. it's yay now it's okay. yay now um donated uh for a toy drive over this past christmas uh there was a toy drive and he donated over four thousand toys to this charity just himself you know and like the thing is like no it wasn't 140 million dollars in this giant, you know, simulcast worldwide concert experience, you know, or a days long telephone telethon. Um, it was one guy who's got a leg up and gave back. And uh, for all of Kanye's wild antics, he's still giving back in a real way, really making change. Um, so. To go back to Derek's point, and and I guess by proxy, uh, Anthony's point on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, by the way. Um, optics is a huge thing right now, right? And so, yes. And I, I was just talking to Jordan about this before uh, before we went live. Um, perception is reality. So some people will see somebody doing something and go, wow, that's great. I'm glad that they're doing that. And another person will see somebody doing something and and say, wow, that's so conceited that they're filming it or they're documenting that it's happening, you well, know, to to better themselves. And, and my position is, well, it's getting done regardless, yeah. like somebody right. that needs it is benefiting. And uh, regardless if somebody's, you know, taking it in stride or doing it under wraps or, you know, or showing the world that they're doing it, uh, the work is getting done. Go ahead, Derek. I, I think it's. um I think it's a real shame that people have to be so apprehensive about what they're going to support, what they're going to give money to because of not just their fan base, but everyone else blowing it out of proportion. Um, Do I donate to 
this charity or this charity, which one is going to, which one's not going to hurt my reputation the most? Um, are, is pe- are people going to stop coming to my show if I give to Kentucky rather than inner city Brooklyn or the, the inner city kids? It's a it's a very thin line that they have to walk in and it's choose optics. That. It, it's it optics. It's optics is what it is. It's all but, about what you what you see, you know. Um, and maybe that's what made Live Aid so beautiful was that it was a bunch of people coming together for one singular cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and and don't get it twisted, guys. That stuff still happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are major artists still come together all the time for these kinds of concerts for one specific reason. I mean, uh, well, to, to be honest, like farm aid, like I, like I mentioned, like that was a Bob Dylan thing and it came right on the heels of live aid and farm aid has been going on every single year, totally unstopped by COVID. Uh, they did a virtual one in 2020 in September, <laughs> every September farm aid hits the ground and people come out and perform and they raise money for American farmers. That's still happening. 85. Look at that song, We Are the World, that was done by all of those artists back in the 80s. Made so much money. It was redone. We don't hear the new version very often. We don't, it wasn't as big of a deal because, like we said, well, like you said in the beginning, radio and television are pretty much dead. Yeah. It, it didn't get the um, publicity that it deserved. So it didn't get as much traction to make as much money. Sure. Sure. Of course. Uh, Before we move on to almost exactly that point, I wish we would have saved it because that was a great segue. (laughs) But I do want to get to Ellie. And uh, and she had a couple people that that rang out to her um, that that are also doing the most uh, and for a specific genre. So tell us a little bit about that, Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of hip hop artists and like Rihanna, I guess I would consider hip hop. Um, and Fat Joe. And Fat Joe. Yeah. Um, you know, but you don't hear a lot like you hear like Taylor Swift and like Bob Dylan and that kind of genre of music. But like hip hop artists, I can't think of one that doesn't give back to like right. at least the city where they're from. Sure. You know, and that's just like. I think that's awesome for the hip hop genre, because um, back in the day, you know, they were actual like, like thugs, you know, and you didn't really think of hip hop music and hip hop artists like really doing charitable work. But nowadays, like every hip hop artist is heavy into doing charity and helping out smaller charities rather than big organizations, and you don't hear about that often but i you know like j cole kendrick lamar they all have their own foundations where they give back to small communities um and that's super important rather than not rather than big organizations but i think those small intimate donations and you know and working with these smaller organizations is proof that they're not doing it for recognition they're doing it because they choose to do it and it's something that they're passionate about a perfect Um, example um and exactly what you're saying is a story i read about ludicrous yeah just recently just over this last christmas man he was out there giving gift cards to homeless people in his hometown 
um, you know, like $50 gift cards, you know, this isn't massive charity, but he's going up to somebody and making their day better, you know, himself. Yeah. You know, and like uh, he got a little flack for filming it or having somebody film it. But it's like, but how, how else, else are you going to get the get word the, out? That's literally what I was going to say. <laughs> Suck it out of your mouth. Right? Yeah. Like, how else are you going to get people to to recognize like or like see what you're doing and jump on board? Like Derek said, you know, like get that bandwagon rolling. You know, yeah. people have to know about it to be able to participate in it. Right. What were you going to say, Dan? Oh, I was going to say, you know, at the end of the day, you got to know everybody no matter what good you do, somebody's going to have something bad to say about it. Because sure. there's just oh, naysayers and haters in the world. And that's what they do. They see people doing good and they go, man, screw that guy. Well, fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? But that's the thing. Like, Live Aid was this internationally uh, accepted thing. But it was rife with fraud and, and oh, yeah. corruption. And anybody that didn't think it was a good idea didn't have Facebook or social media to get on and complain about it. You know, that stuff didn't exist. It just was this yeah. huge thing that that they put together. And you know what? There's a lot of like like Derek said, you know, like, what organization do I donate to? There's a lot of huge organizations that put on all of these things and like you hear about it all the time. Like, you know, that organization. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to donate to them. But they're fucking getting tax write-offs and like other like you know shit that's not beneficial to actually w the cause that they're going. Well, towards. there's overhead with everything, right? You know, like how much money did it cost to put Live Aid on? Oh, for real? Yeah, 80s. get all those people yeah. to perform. Like you know, they're not doing it for free, and even right. if they are, like you still have to pay people for that. Exactly. So I think that these artists doing these small scale donations like taylor swift donating you know 13 grand to someone to pay their rent like that's way better in my opinion than a huge organization that has an entire payroll to pay and then after all of that then they're gonna donate well, you cut money, out you cut you out know? the middleman and i'm gonna do yeah. you one better i'm not gonna say that it's better i will say that it's more direct um you know, like it, it, it's charity is charity. Yeah. And whether you're paying your overhead or not, like the money that, that lands is what it is. You know, so if you're taking the money and you're handing it directly to somebody or you're handing it to somebody to disperse, you know, and then they, you know, whatever the case is, you know, they're doing their thing. Um, uh, so to get to the next part of this conversation, which I think is the most important because we're really going to dive into why this is such a change and why. You know, this person that made that post would think this way. So let's just say, why aren't these events and these things that these celebrities are doing plastered all over TV and radio like the old days? Um, I have some possible reasons, if you guys are interested. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, and you guys stop me if I'm wrong, but social media, uh, I think, is the number one biggest reason why a television and radio are dying oh absolutely um, and the biggest reason that these micro fundings are even possible um everybody agrees social media yeah definitely yeah yeah, definitely. yeah. for for many many more reasons than even that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah social media is definitely the <laughs> Dude, right a big cause another possible reason 
streaming culture. Everybody now today streams their media. Yeah. You know, if you if you still have cable television, which by the way, we just got rid of ours. Woohoo. Uh, yeah, Jordan and I we we just we just got freed of strong. We did for so long. <laughs> uh but yeah, we just we just switched over, man. And and a perfect example is Farm Aid. Farm Aid, when they put on their things, they live stream the event and then they put it on YouTube and they stream from YouTube. You know, and you chime in and they have a link to donate, whatever. Um so streaming culture is a big deal. Uh, direct access to fans through social media and streaming. And uh, and I feel like it's more personal. Right. And with that, like, unless you follow that person on social media, you probably won't hear about it because there's right. so many people doing that, that unless you're like a fan of them and you follow them, you're not going to see those live streams where they do that, where they're raising money like it's just there's so many people doing it now because it's so easy to do that unless you're in that group, you're never going to hear about it. Right. I, I, I want to mention it, it goes right off of what you said. That we call that picklebacking here. Picklebacking. Pickle oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> if I was drinking, I'd have a pickle. I'm back. telling you, one of these days, anytime somebody says pickle, I'm, let me pickleback off of you. <laughs> We're going to do a pickleback. Um, you know, with uh, with social media and with the streaming and pretty much that direct access that you know we had the we never had the ability to do before, data and your behavior online now influences what you see. Like you said, where, who you follow is going to influence what you see. But even more than that, you go on Twitter, you're going to see tons of people you don't even follow. Same with Facebook, Instagram, and and YouTube, even uh, Google Ads, all those things. It's going to go off your behavior. So you're not going to see like 90% of that stuff that is actually going out uh, going on out there. I've changed my my settings once just to see, you know, how influenced I how how much they're influencing me. And it's a lot. Right? Like a lot. There's so much happening out there that I never see ever because it just gives me what they think I want to see instead of a nice broad range of 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 news. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's the thing you know like a, a lot of people want that you know it's palatable mm -hmm. to always yeah. be shown things that you want to see that's you know it man it makes it's such a comfy space you know whereas in in you know the other times you have the nielsen report and that was how you you know they gauged what people were watching on television this broad spectrum of of you know rating systems for television shows so that the tv people knew what to put on on cable you know, and guess what? When when Bobby Geldof came with Live Aid and, and said, I have this massive idea, everyone listened because he's a huge star. So every station was putting on Live Aid, like the Macy's damn parade. It was it was the same content for everyone. And yes. now content is so precise and specific to yes. what your interests are that you don't get all of that information at once. But guess what? The money is still being raised. Absolutely. I feel like charity. it's more. I feel like more is happening behind the scenes than before. Yep. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And is we'll get more. To, is there more needed, though? Behind, oh, know, my God. There's well. always a need. Yeah. 100% so, so of the time. I feel like it kind of balances out. Yeah, we're giving more and we're probably doing more. But I also feel like there's a lot more need out there, too. For sure. The, the craziest thing is that celebrities have been consistently the ones to step up to the challenge and and donate the money and go to the causes and be there so to say that that 
you know, uh, music is dead and these stars are so self-absorbed that they have no, they're not anywhere near in touch with what, what, what the, you know, their people's needs are and their fans are leaving them in droves is really, really inaccurate and yeah. really an un- uneducated uh, stance. That's, um, that's a boomer <laughs> statement. Uneducated, that's a the boomer. word there. <laughs> it is. And it's, and like I said, it's not a dig. It's just, it's, it, it's ignorant. Um, yeah. You know, and not to say that it's deliberately ignorant, but it is ignorant to say that uh, because they are doing this. Um, uh, Another point I want to bring up to you guys is are telethons dead? What's a telephone? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get one of those? (laughs) I feel like because there is, you know, like who watches their favorite TV show on cable with commercials every week like there's no one that does that anymore like everyone's streaming their stuff so like yes there's a way to do it on like streaming services or whatever but like with with, it's with apps like venmo yeah and gofundme and things like that like you can I feel like it's possible, but it yeah, like it's no irrelevant. one does it. It's, it's irrelevant. It's true. irrelevant. Yeah. It's because not- a celebrity can just post a fucking Instagram post and be like, Oh, I donated blah blah blah, or like I'm working with this organization, post their link to their one point six million followers. Right. You know, and they're just like, Oh, just donate a dollar and then immediately they raise thousands of dollars, you know. Like you don't have to have a telephone. You can do that shit in a day, like just by doing one Instagram post. It's funny. I have a, I have a story of, of exactly that. Uh, let me pull <laughs> it up here because uh, I didn't queue it up. Don't know why. Um, where is it here? I know. You're I am a huge slacker. What's I am in the moment. This was a big deal for me. Like this was a this was something that really rang true to me. And uh, and that it post, wrestled your jimmies. <laughs> it really. <laughs> It really did. (laughs) Rustled my jimmies. Uh, So, listen. um, uh, About a month ago, uh, Trisha Yearwood, Mm. uh, you know, a favorite of mine, uh, obviously married to uh, the Garth Brooks. uh, She went on a live talk shop live, or she went live on Talk Shop Live, I guess, as a platform, and she raised more than thirty-six grand for the Betty White Challenge. Uh, on what would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. Um, So taking the challenge to heart, uh, Yearwood encouraged donations to Dottie's Yard Fund, which will distribute funds to animal charities uh, across the country. And uh, she went on to say, who doesn't love Betty White? We all do. And I just think that Betty is so happy right now that this is the way the world is choosing to celebrate her birthday by giving to animals, which is so near and dear to her heart. Um, It was a 17-minute live stream. And more than sixteen grand was raised in that seventeen minutes, and uh, and Yearwood and Talk Shop Live uh, matched the donations up to ten grand, bringing the donations uh, uh, because math is power to thirty six grand. <laughs> um, and a hundred percent of those donations uh, will go towards helping animals through Dottie's Yard Fund. So, to your point, Ellie, like seventeen minutes. Yeah. And they raised 36 grand. Yeah. You know, how long did Live Aid take? For real. Like, and all the preparation. Like, it's so much easier just to do, like, a live stream on Instagram for 15 minutes 
and raise whatever money you need. You don't need this whole operation. You don't need to run a space. You don't need to get equipment and like pay people to run the show or even if they're donating their time, like it's a whole process. And with COVID, like you can't really get a hundred thousand people all together. Right. Well, so, yeah. like if we're talking about right now in yeah. this particular time moment, uh, yes, that time moment. Yeah. Not a good, not <laughs> this, a good example. This time, <laughs> time moment. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's just it's easier to post something on Instagram and be like, this is a cause that I'm, you know, passionate about and blah, 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 donate. And then they have access to literally millions of people. Yes. And I think then, I think we should do yeah. live aid virtually. I think I think that would be wildly successful and uh, and I broadcast think to every, every artist person should just world. do like a a live show and just have it you know to to me it seems like they're already doing it they are Uh, literally uh, they are it's just like you you have that market like if you're if you only listen to country music you're not gonna see j cole or kendrick lamar like on your on your stream and you won't see what they do sure but you'll see taylor swift and and i will say that this this person that made this post and and i i keep going back to this because i because should they be tuning in uh, it's, <laughs> it, they they'll know exactly who they are, and it's very important to know that this is not a dig. This is just a an opportunity to bring to light what's really going on. Right. And this person is very is a little bit older, and in a very niche genre. Um, you know. So, with that being said, very likely that they have no idea aside from what they're getting from tabloid fodder. And, you know, what they see on, you know, uh, National Enquirer or whatever, whatever the yeah. thing is now, uh, whatever the kids oh, are reading I'm, these I'm days. I'm huge on Facebook. <laughs> like, you know, you have your little like side and they have like little little ads for like articles or whatever. And it's all the tabloid shit, you know, like all the shit that you would normally see in the 100%. fucking Enquirer. Yes. But now it's immediate access on the Internet and it's yes. some shitty written article with like typos and shit. Oh, yeah. And it's all... Just like, oh, this is the drama today between these people. And that's all you see. You don't right. see the good shit that they're doing. Like, I'm a huge advocate for the Kardashians. You all know. Sure, yeah. And like, <laughs> oh. they got their shit going on. But like, Kim Kardashian and, you know, you mentioned Ye. Like, they give so much back to everyone. Like, they are, they're charitable people. They have the fucking money. And, the, right. you know, they put money back into the community. For whatever reason that they choose to, it could be good or evil, whatever. But the money's getting there, and people are yes. benefiting from it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But and uh, but you're not going to see that on on your little Facebook little no. side ads. You're going to see not. all their fucking drama. And we do. And 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 just so you know, our disclaimer is here at JNC Podcast. Uh, when we do the Jordy Files, we really try to highlight a lot of the good things that people are doing, and uh, and we try to weed through all the like. You know, sometimes we bring the juicy stuff in because it's fun. But uh, for the most part, we I try to go back and either debunk that stuff or bring back an article that uh, is shows those people in a better light, you know, because uh, except for that one, Chris, everyone (laughs) makes mistakes Except for that. Sorry. Jordan. God. Oh, God. Uh, If you're if you're a fan, you know, if you know, you know, if you know, you know. (laughs) So anyway, uh. I have a question for you guys. 
have have consumers of music changed or artists and and if and you feel that they both have who has changed more and and how does that how do, to you how does that relate to this kind of thing as well that we're on the topic of of how we perceive these artists doing charity work i would say they both changed mm-hmm. but the consumers more yeah all i agree with jordan baby back floors yeah <laughs> baby back like, i nicely. mean as far as artists you have so many musical artists now that streaming services are a thing and like personal labels like it's so easy streaming culture like, man right so you have so many artists with brand new genres and different you know ideas of music but the consumers I feel are more aggressive and demanding and critical. Yeah. Didn't we do? We just who, we gave them all a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are we? Who are we talking about? Um, who are we talking? What artists were we talking about when it was? I think it, maybe it was Adele when she canceled her tour dates. Or oh, her, yeah. Her residency, yeah. You know, and just everybody was just so furious. And it's like, you have no idea what's going on in this right. lady's life. You're just mad because your ticket's getting refunded right. and you're out of hotel room. Like, my God. Uh, but, you know, the music consumers are insatiable these days. You know, it used to be back in the day, back in the glory days of Live Aid in the 80s. You know, you were going out and you were buying records and you wore that record out because it was the only way you were able to listen to music short of terrestrial radio. Right. Um, there was no MTV maybe had just happened at that point in 85. Um, you know, like television still had a long way to go. There was no internet, you know, that, that was, you know, immediately available for consumers. Um, so all you had was the radio or your record player. Maybe there were tape cassettes by 85. I don't know. The thing is, is music <laughs> has been around before TV, before movies, yeah. before any of that shit. So like music is never going to die. And I think that nowadays music is not only more accessible, but People are indulging more in music than movies and TV and stuff. Like yeah. you ask anyone, like they listen to music every single day. Do they watch TV every day? Probably not. Like I so. always, I always say when people say that music's dead, that's, I, I, no. I scoff because the truth is, music is radio is dead. Radio uh, is dead. you know terrestrial Absolutely. radio turning the radio on in your car is dead. Yeah. Uh, you know you're going to hear the top forty pop hits. That's that's you know that the record industries are still pushing. You want to go and find the music that you want to listen to. It's available mm-hmm. on, you know, Spotify. Is that a naughty word right now? Yeah, um, apparently Spotify, it is. Um, Apple, you Pandora, know, Pandora, iTunes, just, uh, 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 Tidal, which is yeah. uh, Jay-Z's um, mm-hmm. jam. The music's there. It's available. It's everywhere, guys. You know, of any genre. You want some sort of crazy hardcore anything. It's available. And uh and it's there for the taking. So you want rock and roll, you want southern rock and roll, you know, our good friends at Switch and Whiskey, they're keeping the genre alive. They're young guys, they're killing the game out there. Their music's available for you to binge and listen to a billion times on any device in any room in your home really. Um so the, the, the in the spirit the, the spirit of music is dead because because Leonard Skinner hasn't been on the radio in 50 years uh, is uh, is outrageous, in my opinion, my humble podcast host opinion, um, you know, but as a musician, I feel like I have at least a little bit of a stake in that. 
you know, as a musician that pays my bills playing music live. Anyway, um, ooh, God, come on, got me all jacked up, got me all jacked up, got me all riled up. Dan, Dan, uh, first time Dan, Daddy McCabe here is uh, is joining us on uh, in the podcast lounge. Uh, how's your experience so far, Dan? Uh, look, I'm having a lot of fun here. You know, it's a it's a brand new experience for me, so so I'm just taking in a lot more than I I'm giving out. That's okay. Uh, your yeah. time to shine is coming. The next time he can. Yeah. Oh no, no. Your time to shine's coming. <gasps> oh, it's coming. Oh dear. Yes. Oh uh, dear is right. Oh. I don't even know what's about to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, Should I be nervous? I, a little, probably. What's that, Derek? <laughs> I'm just reading some of the the comments here um, on YouTube, um, talking about how uh, the consumer's attention span has lessened, much, not as much as, or people people get bored fast they they switch they they hear the tagline of a song and they switch out you didn't have that back in the the 80s with the records well, yeah your choices you're not, were, were not, much more limited back then you know you're not switching songs or getting up to change a record every 5 minutes now yeah. now it's at the the push of a button um anthony also mentioned the the pr behind all of it oh sure and um the way that uh, the news twists whatever you do, you most of the time we yeah, only fit hear, their narrative. Yeah, of course, we only hear the negative from the newscasters, like you were talking about earlier. We don't hear about this stuff that's going on because consumers don't get up in arms about the good stuff. They don't get excited about the good stuff. They get excited about the negative and let's beat people up. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's it's a it's a cheap way to get people in a tizzy of any kind, for better or for worse. Um, in the in the in terms of uh, you know attention span or or whatever, uh, is that you know for the first time in history, people have a huge choice or huge uh, amount of things to choose from you at know? their fingertips. At their fingertips, you know. That brings up an important point. Um, you know, when you're talking about who's changed more and, and how is it changing, I think it's important to look at it from the, you know, multiple angles because it is a complicated issue. You know, it's not so simple, in my opinion. Uh, I think a big catalyst for that was the information pipeline. It's no longer now these famous people just pushing information, music, entertainment, whatever the information is down to the public. Now the public is it's a two way street now. Right. So the industry for entertainment i think is used to that they have always had the outlet the people are not used to that they the outlet is new to the people and and so i think the answer to that question in my opinion is that the people have changed more the consumer has changed more but due to that catalyst and it be, it's because it's new they're like babies exploring the new world <laughs> yes you know? it's so and, true and and it's so much easier to cry Right. Than it is to form a sentence. Right. Think about a baby. <laughs> yes. That's a brilliant. That's actually a really interesting analogy. Yeah, I like that. And yes, you're absolutely right. You know, for the first time ever. Every music consumer has a soapbox, you know, like it's it's passed out by social media platforms. You know, you sign up, you give them your email address, all your personal information, your mother's maiden name, your social security number, <laughs> and they give you a, a soapbox to stand on and tag everybody under God's yeah. green earth and beyond at this point um you know and say what you have to say 
and 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 emote yeah. a, a reaction from the public you know cancel culture you know it, it's it's you know it's always been around but now everybody has a say and don't get me fucked up i think it's awesome i, I would never i <laughs> thank you dan <laughs> i think it's dope Bullshit. because because for the first time in history everyone has a real voice and everyone and not that they have it but everybody has the potential to have a real voice and make real change no matter who you are, where you come from, what you do, if you can get on a phone or get on the internet, you can make something of yourself. And you know, like cryptocurrency is 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 a testament to that. NFTs are a testament to that. These TikTok celebrities are a testament to that. You can knock them all you want, but guess what? They were nothing, and now they're something, and now they have a voice. And some of them go on to use it for good reasons, and. That's never happened before in history. I think there's, there's more opportunities with social media to do good and and be able to do charitable things, um, which is fantastic. You know, not just with musicians, but anybody. Yeah. They have that opportunity. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of getting off topic a little yeah. bit, but, <laughs> you know, but that's, you know, it's anybody, you yeah. know, and uh, and. Uh, to get, I guess, more back on track is that consumers of music have a direct line to their the people creating the art right now. Right. Um, um, your question was, who's changed the most, consumers or the artists? Yes, it's it's a it's a circle. It's a vicious circle. The ability and availability to consume the product has changed. Thus, the consumer has changed, which has caused the artist to have to change, which then in in turn changes the ability to consume and the availability yeah so you're it's, right it's it a is circle. a cycle it's a snake yeah. eating it's, a, it's, a it's tail yes <laughs> a snake eating its tail 100 <laughs> percent. we don't live in a simple world it's 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 complicated and i think most issues need to be looked at yeah that way you know and and not as, uh, from a single perspective or as a single facet no i feel like if more people were objective and uh and and really uh really took the time to not be spoon fed what they want to hear and and so is it really like not that music is dead but that people are dead yeah i mean more so our our consumption because like we have a lot of it but people can pick and choose what they want to see you know when you had when you had mainstream tv and radio like it's yeah. It was the same thing to everyone. Oh, sure. No, we have a, ma- a massive buffet. This yeah. is like a massive the, deluxe, the deluxe buffet. <laughs> this is the golden corral of the music era. Um, oh. And, you know, you can go and you can get, you know, breakfast items or you can have a T-bone or you can go and you can eat bourbon chicken, which I don't recommend. Really? Um, well, that's one of my favorites, bro. At, at Golden from, Corral, from yeah. Golden Corral, that's it's one dick. of my jams. See, but see, there's something for everyone. Yeah, um, try it, it all. Should try it all. <laughs> uh, but that's my really. point. You know, it's the Golden Corral age of music. Well, um, and we've talked about it before. I think it too comes back to we're so connected to we're disconnected. Yeah. So something yeah. like Live Aid just can't work. I feel like the closest thing you could go to now would be like an EDM concert, <laughs> like to get that all inclusive feeling of just like. Because like Live Aid, it looks magical. Like 
how much does everyone wish they were there? Yeah, but I don't wish I was there. Yeah, I do. There was that a million like people at Wembley Stadium, ever. and that sounds like the worst. Well, now today with these douchebags, but, but the eighties <laughs> douchebags, <laughs> maybe well, different. Yeah, I guess. freaking <laughs> Queen, cello. You know the Eddie. When everybody has more of an equal voice, you become more fragmented. Um, when it's only, you know what 10 bands or whatever i don't know who was at live aid to be honest i wasn't around there was a lot but yeah there was, there was okay. a lot and they were all okay, bangers. a lot of bands let's say it was 100 bands 200 even a thousand bands wasn't even that many that's still my point is even if it were a thousand <laughs> bands it's still a very very narrow flow of information there right so so it was more focused everybody was focused on one thing and one cause and one movement right mm-hmm. but in reality now we all have voices and that's really important so we can all be heard and and, and say our piece but we're more fragmented because of it. So sure. like back to that baby, we have to learn to use it. It's yes. important. The the top people that have been f- pushing down that, that entertainment, they're used to it and they are going to keep doing it, right? We as the consumer or as the people from the, on the bottom need to learn to use our voice, yeah. you know, in, in a, in a better way. So I'm going to, I'm going to pickle back <laughs> off of that. Yeah, nice. Do you think that because everyone like you said, is so fragmented on like their interests or what, you know, what they're consuming. Is it harder to put on something like Live Aid where you have the entire country on board for one event and one cause? Well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to switch up what you're saying, right? Just for a second. OK, Live Aid. Uh, because you were not born yet. No. Uh, uh, hard pressed to think that anyone aside from Derek and I were actually alive at this point. Um, You're only three years older than me. Calm down yes, over there. But we were alive. <laughs> Nobody else in this room was in existence yet. You were um, diaper ass hey, wearing. Five minutes. Five minutes matter when you're talking about are you alive or are you not? True. That's Actually, true. one Very second true. matters. That's true. There's a line where you were and we're not alive. So I guess Fair. my point is, uh, when Live Aid came out, this was a this wasn't a country. This was a worldwide phenomenon, um, and it was addressing a very big, you know, uh, topic at the time, which was famine in Africa, and um, you know that this is where save save the world or uh right we are the world, we are the world. thank you derek uh there you are um you know we are the world came out of that uh do they know it's christmas at all that you know that christmas song that came out all this stuff man um was around africa at that time in the 80s it was a big deal still a, still a huge problem by the way right um 140 million dollars did not solve world hunger um but, but it, was you a, think, it was a good dent. Do you think that that is something that's possible to do? I'm. I'm now? gonna. This might be a, a very hungry. difficult. No, I mean just like get everyone together for one cause. This Absolutely might be a hard enough. opinion. I don't. I don't think that it's even possible. Not only is it not possible to get the artists together, but we can't even get people enough people together to believe in the same things. Agreed. Mm-hmm. There's there's always going to be that, um, whatever wing you want to call it, conspiracy or group that's going to yeah. come out and and, and ruin it for ruin everyone. It for everyone. <laughs> Even if it's ten percent of the population, those ten percent are so radicalized 
that they are going to ruin it for everyone. Yeah, more, yeah more no. Voices, well, more causes, more fragmentation. Yeah. You know, it's well, hard and to, you can't go without the risk or the scare of being trampled. Uh, right. The risk of a bomb going off or the something. It's a different time, guys. You know, going like, into yeah. A yeah. building. And, and yeah. people attach their cause to their identity often enough. Mm-hmm. And I think actually more, right. I'd say now more often than not, they attach it to the sense of who they are. So without that cause, they're going to reject every effort to, to go with any other cause because this is who I am. You're not going to change who I am. Well, know? I'm basically Arya Stark. I'm no one. <laughs> the faceless man and the faceless man yeah. uh, I miss that show uh, me too uh, anyway you guys I guess uh, to kind of wrap up this topic because this was uh, this was awesome I've been looking forward to this all week uh, actually for a few weeks now since I've had the idea uh, but I, I, just to conclude uh, before we move into the shocking second part of our show tonight uh, <laughs> uh, like that i'm not giving myself the uh want want um uh music isn't dead it's everywhere as we mentioned and like creatives have always been they are out there making real differences in people's lives so you separate the glitz and the glam and social media attention stunts and you'll find a treasure trove of good hearts doing great things and uh again i implore you to go and check out the links uh, that I put in the show notes. Um, uh, what was the what was the the address to that um, that site? Eye on the uh, stars, something on the stars. I mean, look. I think it's look to the stars dot org. That sounds right. Uh, but go check it out. If if you know, you don't have to take my word for it. You know, I'm just I'm just an asshole with a microphone. Uh, go and look and see what people are doing. Weird you know, imagery. yes, you know. Um, go see what they're doing. See it for yourself. You know, and, and see if anybody's doing something that you have an interest in. And go put put your twenty bucks in and uh, and make a difference. Um, Before we go, um, again on chat, uh, it's going. They're talking about how um, you have charities that raise money when 9-11 happened or um, the red nose charity that they do for Walgreens or CVS. I'm not sure which one it is, but, um, and, and it's pointed out that it's really sad that it takes a natural disaster or a tragedy like 9-11 to happen right. for people to come together. Come together. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. guess what guys live aid has been going or not live aid, but farm aid rather has been going on for almost 40 years and raising money for the same purpose. But if each you year. ask anybody <laughs> like on the street, like any of the younger generation, they have no idea what the fuck Farm Aid is. That's I was crazy. alive That's... when Farm Aid started and I did not realize it was still going. Oh, yeah. Right. Farm Aid was until today. Right. Same. <laughs> I'm not same. a farmer. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am alone. <laughs> right. I'm alone here in the in the in the lounge. Um, <laughs> Best thing I got going is I've been a Look Saint at, Jude supporter since I was twelve. Well, there, there you go. go. Nice. You know, you know what, guys, go and uh, actually Saint Jude. Let me. Uh, I had a story for that too. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that real quick before uh, before we move on, because uh, that's important. Because uh, Lady A. Uh, formerly known as Lady Antebellum. Uh, they are actually working with uh, uh, Love Music Stop Cancer Campaign 
and uh, it launches to benefit life-saving the life-saving mission uh, of St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Uh, launching uh, th- this happened uh, in December of last year. Uh, dozens of popular artists and influencers, such as uh, Carrie Underwood, Lady A, Brett Eldridge, Carly Pierce, Kane Brown, Natalie Grant, Jonathan McReynolds, uh, and more. Uh, they're rocking a new T-shirt with a colorful design. Uh, I don't have the uh, I don't have the image to put up. Uh, and the powerful message: Love music, stop cancer. And that is to, of course, to raise awareness and support for uh, kids with cancer and other catastrophic diseases uh, that come through the St. Jude's uh, Children's Research Hospital. You know, we did we talked about a lot of musicians that are giving back and doing things for charities and stuff like that. But it, we did meant we did say it was celebrities doing a lot. And it's more than just musicians. There are yeah. celebrities. Huge you celebrities. got people like Dwayne The Rock Johnson that between him and John Cena are two of the biggest Make-A-Wish contributors in the history of Make-A-Wish program. Yeah. You've got celebrities all over the place doing good things for great charities, um, not just musicians. And um, I, I think it's a great thing. I don't think they get enough credit. I don't think anybody is getting enough credit for what they're doing, but I don't think they need it either. They, I don't think that's why they're doing it. Guess what? Giving to charity, it's not it's not necessary. the The clout the the only the only reason that attention is warranted is to bring awareness yes to the cause. And uh, and if that's how it's done, then that's how it has to be. Um, and. And guess what? I have no problems with that. If if Ludacris wants to film himself giving uh, gift cards to to people in need on the street uh, in his hometown, good. Yeah. Everybody should just walk around with twenty dollar gift cards in their pocket and hand it out to people in need. You know, or their food cards specifically. If you're worried about them buying booze with it, which I think is a a really hurtful, outdated um, uh, way of looking at. What are you going to do with a fifty dollars gift card? I'm buying poos. Anyway, you have, food. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have food. I'm you just know. saying, well, if they want booze, of course you can also live, buy them booze. You like, can also whatever. live longer being Priorities. with uh, with being hydrated. You can live longer than <laughs> I'm done with you. We're done here. <laughs> but uh, but I like where your head is, Derek. And speaking of hydrating, my head out of I need to go dehydrate just a little bit. Um, you guys, Gross. again. Um, go drain the main vein. Again. Oh, God, Jordan, you made it so much worse. <laughs> That's what I do. Check it out for yourself. Look. Uh, what I, I think I even wrote drinks. it down here. Uh, it look to the stars. Dot org. Check it out for yourself. Enjoy that. And um, and give if you feel the need. Um, we're going to actually take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get motivated with Ellie's Bad Bitch Bible Study. And then we're going to play a round of Truth Hurts, Shot Collar Trivia. It's time for Ellie to motivate us through the rest of the week in her segment, The Bad Bitch Bible Study. <laughs> Thank you. Um, always a fun introduction. Yes. Um, so I always like to like do my Bible studies off of things that I'm personally doing because I feel like if I can do it, literally anyone else can do it. Um, so one of the things that I've been doing lately, I know we've talked about 
like making goals, doing small goals and uh, working towards achieving them. It's easier to to check off small goals on your little list of things to do rather than the big uh, main goal. You should always have that. But, you know, it's easier to, to do little baby steps. And um, sometimes I struggle to make those baby steps. It's, you know, like you have that satisfaction of like, yes, OK, I've accomplished this. Like, what else? You know, sometimes that's not motivating enough. So one of the things that I've been doing is giving myself like little rewards, kind of like when you go to the doctor's office and they give you a lollipop afterwards, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, like just a little extra something for reaching that goal. Um, So one of the examples uh, that I've been doing is I made a small goal for myself that if I lose 10 pounds, I'm going to go and get my nails done. Just a little thing, but it's a little, you know, like icing on the cake, you know, and it helps me stay a little more motivated because I know at the end of it, one, I've reached my goal and two, I got a little treat, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, it could be it, it doesn't have to be something going out and spending money. It could be something little like I worked hard this day. I, I met my goal for this day, whatever I needed to do. So now I'm going to do something for myself, whatever it is that I need to do. Do you want to know my little thing is every time? Because I, I uh, 100% like <laughs> small goals are the way to get to where you need to be. 100%. Yeah. So just yeah, what to, do you do, Brad? Just, yeah. What's your little treat? Just to pickle back. Pickle back. Off, off of you. <laughs> um, so uh, if you guys are, are local to Florida and listening to the show, um, we have Publix. And uh, at Publix, they sell single slices of birthday cake in the the bakery. I should have known. And uh, and so whenever I have like a good day or a productive day, not all the time, but like sometimes when like I I do that, I'm like explains so much. I'm like, you know what? I think this deserves a piece of birthday cake. Deserves a piece of cake. And I will go and I will get myself a slice of birthday cake from Publix. And and relish in it. I'll get like a little little milk or something. Relish you put relish in it. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't put relish. Yeah. Now, when you're picking out this said piece of Publix cake, do you look for anything in particular, like the color icing, the design, chocolate, vanilla? Yeah, baby, vanilla cake and buttercream frosting. Oh, that's all you care about. Child. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, can you take going with like the brown or the orange frosting? Buttercream frosting doesn't matter. Butter the color doesn't matter. <laughs> I I like to. Pick I digress. Please continue with <laughs> anyway, your sermon. Yes. Um. But yeah, you know, like allowing yourself to have like a small reward after making those goals. And I have like I have notes on my phone where I'm like, okay, if I do this, this is what I get. And I have like four or five of those on my little short goal list, and it's just they obviously have to be reasonable your goals and your reward, but it's a little more incentive to stay motivated and actually strive to achieve that goal, especially if it's something you really want. Um, Even if it's just, you know, little things that you need to do throughout the day and you've checked everything off. Now you can relax in peace. You don't have any guilt hanging over you like, Oh, I should be doing this. You're like, no, I did everything that I wanted to do today. So now I can sit and do fucking nothing or whatever it is that you want to do or not want to do or not want to do, you know. So adding on that little reward, that little piece of cake at the end of, you know, Uh. at, at the end of your goal, once you reach it, 
allow yourself to have a small reward within reason that is going to help you motivate you. Well, I love it. And and I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of the reward system. Yeah. For uh, for a job well done. Um and yeah. Perfect. Is that it? That's it. Oh. <laughs> that's that's it. what it I'm be, doing this week. It should be longer. Teach <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, good deal. Um, so, uh, here we are. So, um, <laughs> Bubby is I've noticed be that I don't uh, have a collar, and I'm very excited. Yeah, this is yeah, where's that. Ellie's collar? No, I'm so good. We only have we only have the three. Here, I, I it doesn't it. it doesn't bother me. No, so here, no, I no, Derek, please have it. Oh God, but ladies first, for real. <laughs> You're in pink. <laughs> <laughs> and real men rock pink. Yes, I'll agree with that. Um, so or rock the pink. Uh, we, 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 on YouTube, uh, little David has been tuning in the last couple of weeks, Bobby. and uh, and he is uh, he has been very patiently waiting for us to do a shock collar challenge. No, he's been very patiently waiting for you to be shocked. Uh, yeah. Okay. And well, I don't think it's been so patiently. That, but. I guess that's, <laughs> hey, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So, eagerly waiting so here yeah. i am strapped in to the shot collar it is backed by popular demand you guys <laughs> i have questions <sighs> here's what? another shocking round of truth hurts shot collar trivia <laughs> so we have to know what level are we starting on uh, we're gonna start at level 10 Derek, Dan, and I uh, are strapped into the shot collars. Jordan will be asking us some general knowledge questions from the trivia game. I wish I didn't know. Uh, you could buy. Uh, there's a link to buy the game for yourself in the show notes for this episode. So um, check out through our Amazon. Yes. So that's going to be part of our shameless plug. Okay. <laughs> Pretty shameless plug. <laughs> Question number one. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. What do I do? Oh. What? No. You got to answer still. You just have to answer. It's <laughs> A through D, multiple choice, and you just have to select the correct answer. <laughs> it is multiple choice, thank God. Yes. We are going to start with a very gross one, of course. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Gross is good. Yes. To get an amount of bacteria equal to what's found on your phone, you'd need A, 10 toilet seats, B, 16 used tissues, C, 23 doll hairs, dollars, uh, D, 6.1 gallons of pee. Oh, God. To get an amount of bacteria equal to what's found on your phone, you'd need A, 10 toilet seats, B, 16 used tissues, C, 23 dollar bills, or D, 6.1 gallons of pee. I have questions, but I don't think you have the answers to it. Wouldn't it depend on (laughs) whose tissue it was? Ah, true. What kind of questions do you have? Never mind. We'll ask them after I get shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's let's uh, see them bored. What do you guys have? I said, I said, give me the dollars. I said the dollars. I said dollars. <laughs> I said tissues. Oh, Dan said tissues. Oh. I'm going to get shocked. You're <laughs> all shocked. Oh. <laughs> it's the toilet seats, isn't it? It's, it's the, the toilet seats. God. Damn. Uh, I disagree. All right, shock Ellie first. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Are oh, you, and it's not, on a ten. That's terrible. Are you not going to tell us who it is? Ten high. I don't know. No, don't no, tell go anybody. Random. Okay, we're going. Okay, no, we're not going. Wow. Oh, okay, we're going. <laughs> oh, it was it was me. Me. oh God. And oh, we're going. God. Oh, oh, oh yeah. We're going. <laughs> there you go. Not fun. Bring oh, the yeah. pain. <laughs> oh. Oh, I felt that in my ear. Uh, All right, that I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> Your nipples? That's the wrong neck, sir. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, All right, so we go up a level. Oh, only one. We go up a level. Only yes. one. Yes, Derek. Only one. No, I two. gave. We had a powwow before Derek, you got what? here. <laughs> I said Derek's going to try to ante it up all the way. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yeah, Derek. Oh, so, loves okay, the shock so go up five. Go up five. For you? Oh my God! For all of us. All right. All right. Okay. Next, next question. <clears throat> I'll do it. I don't care. How many times can a person fail a driver's test in the United States before being considered unfit to get behind the wheel? This is just wonderful. Um, a no more than five times. B no more than fifteen times. <laughs> C no more than twelve times. Or D there is no limit. AKA the limit does not exist. How many times can a person fail a driver's test in the United States before being considered unfit to get behind the wheel? A, no more than five times. B, no more than 15 times. C, no more than 12 times. D, there's no limit. I guess we're supposed to hide her. I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, Paige actually chimed in with an answer. The limit does not exist. That's what, That's I, said. what I said. I said no limit. No limit. I said it's the no, no limit, limit soldiers. No limit. Yeah. I put 12. <laughs> Master P. Oh, and Ellie would be shocked. Oh, are we all Are we right? You're all right. Oh, oh wow. Yes. And that, Ellie, do you want my shot collar to get no. shocked? No, you sure? Okay, okay you, you can have it. And then people wonder why we have the worst drivers ever. I just, you know, it makes no sense, really. For real. Yeah. No one finishes last year. Yeah, just, everyone gets a chance. Well, if blind you people can drive. are able to, well, yeah, blind people are able yeah. to drive, then. Doesn't it kind of make what? you wonder why? you just why? point at me, Derek? <laughs> Doesn't it kind of make you wonder why they even make you take a test anyways if you right. can't really fail it? I would it? throw yeah. this at you if I could see where you were. Well, you can't drive until you pass it, right? So I guess, yeah. So the no, point is that you know you're what to not do. supposed but, to be able to drive until you pass it. <laughs> yeah. you the thing is, you have to drive to pass the test. Hmm. Uh, Learner's permit. You have to practice. Interesting. Practice makes perfect. Hmm. What a phenomenon. Perfect. I hate that saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, about 30 years ago, the average house could take up to an hour to burn down. Now it only takes about A, four minutes, B, 15 minutes, C, 19 minutes, or D, 30 minutes. Can you uh, repeat the question and the answers? I would love to, Brad. <laughs> about 30 years ago, so that would be, you know, 1992. The average house Great. could take up Ouch. to. <laughs> <Matters>. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. So in 1992, the average house could take up to an hour to burn down. Now it only takes about A, four minutes, B, 15 minutes, C, 19 minutes, or D, 30 minutes. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> I'm ready. All right. Okay, everyone. Everyone's in 19. Oh, Ellie except said for 30. Me, I said 30. Oh, and Brad said 30. I don't know what, and the, what the letters Derek are. Derek and Dan said 19. And you are all wrong, and you all should never buy a house. 
It's four minutes. Four, four minutes. minutes. Wow. <laughs> that can't Ugh. be right. How old is this game? I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> it depends on what started the fire. Thank you. I watch enough NCIS to know this. <laughs> oh. Stop trying to get NCSI. <laughs> Oh, we uh, got the same answer. <laughs> yeah, Jay uh, Jay chimed in. He said uh, 19. Not 19, buddy. Oh, Paige said Four C. minutes. What was C? Bubby said 30 minutes. C was 19. C was 19. Uh, yeah. I, 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 wow, you all better buy a fire extinguisher. I mean, like. a massive one. <laughs> it was what would a fire extinguisher do? Right, for four minutes. Wow. Yeah, you'd have to have the whole house be a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, kind four of. minutes. That's how long it takes me to like find my flip-flops. I'd be lucky to get out of here. <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> All right. Hit, hit. I didn't either. I didn't know where that was. Oh, God. Jordan hit. knows. All right. Let's, yeah. let's get this over with. David, are you ready? You son of a gun. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm so sorry, everyone. Bring in the pain. No. Oh, that was a double hit. <laughs> oh, bring in the pain. Ah, uh, you looked right at me. Bring in the pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made eye contact while doing it. Uh, just masochist. It, it's it's important to know 11. that that I put these on the uh, I put these on the charger like all day today. So oh, they're uh, they're nice they're and fresh. They're nice fired and, up and fresh. Yeah. Speaking of fired up, everyone needs a side gig. What did Ted Bundy do for work before he started murdering oh, people? No. <laughs> Is it A, delivered singing telegrams, <laughs> B, worked at a suicide hotline, oh, God. C, wrote TV sitcoms, or D, worked as a clown at kids' parties? Oh my oh. god, these are all horrendous. <laughs> One of them is true. Yep. So everyone needs it? a side gig. What were they? What did Ted Bundy do for work before he started murdering people? A delivered a singing tele delivered singing telegrams. B worked at a suicide hotline. C wrote TV sitcoms. Or D worked as a clown at kids' parties. David said the clown. I also said clown. Paige said B. Okay, I said C clown. for the sitcoms. The I said clown. Okay. I made some hotline bling. I made some fun it's one photos. Of the two. Well. Uh, okay, but you're going with B. All right. Dan and Derek for the win. No. What? The hotline bling for the yeah, win. That's the most creepy one. He wants to listen to people who are about to kill themselves. Honestly, that and was And he's my, like, I could come over and solve that, that for you. Yeah, it was my right. second choice like was going to be that. For a good thing. That's All right. So wild. Let's, uh, let's get this over with. Do you want 20? I do not. What was that? What was the last one? 11. Yes, I'll take 12. Okay. As per. No. Yes. <laughs> Derek's vicious in this. Oh, please. Oh, I think I'll just wait a moment. No. You know, and we'll just have a little conversation and then. Ah! You got <laughs> You're getting too good at this. <laughs> oh, I'm comfortable man. behind the room. That right on the. Creepy. It's right on the jugular. And <laughs> 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 uh, your little dog, too. Uh, Paige, <laughs> Paige uh, chiming in on uh, Facebook. She says, have y'all ever seen a Ted Bundy documentary? I, I, I have. <laughs> I don't no. watch documentaries. I've, oh. Yeah, I, I don't watch doc. I have a hard time uh, watching uh, television about, uh, you know, criminals like like yeah. murderers, mass murderers. Well, then Some how will you recognize one? I genuinely don't care what he did. I'm just 
happy that he got what was coming to him. My father spends hours upon hours, if not days, watching documentaries about true crime, true crime, (laughs) how to get away with murder. And see, I'm like, Dad, are you trying to figure out how to take one of us out <laughs> yeah, or all of us out? Derek. <laughs> I don't need to watch to know that. I already know. What? Oh, uh, oh Anthony, secrets coming out. Anthony over on um, on YouTube said uh, the clown was John Wayne Gacy. Mm. Uh, so oh, hope, hope, I hope that's yeah. not the question coming up next. No. I suppose it <laughs> had to be someone. who was Somebody a, was, a was a clown, clown for God's sake. I knew it was one of them. <laughs> They, I don't fuck with clowns. They kept the clown makeup on, I believe. Ugh. Weird. Terrifying. Sounds like a weird bedroom request. <laughs> Keep the clown makeup on. Paige says he watches all <laughs> the true crime. Okay. Uh, 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 Bubby said he, Lauren loves likes Criminal Minds, whatever that television show is. Uh, it's a great show. Great. Yeah, let's just fill these kids' heads with that stuff. Yes. Now this one. <laughs> I like your artwork over there LA. <laughs> I'm doodling. That's beautiful. Now this one is interesting, folks. Um do you feel like you're about to get fired? You probably will. And this is the most common reason people are let go. A, age, B, gender, C, hygiene, D, personality. Do you feel like you're about to get hmm. fired? You probably will. And this is the most common reason people are let go. A, age, B, gender, C, hygiene, D, personality. Everybody ready? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Paige uh, chiming in saying D, personality, and uh, I also said D, personality. Personality. Win. Everybody? Personality. And that is correct. That is correct. Let me do sure. The other ones are against the law. That is it cold. should be hygiene, though, sometimes. Sometimes. Girl. Ain't nobody Wait, got time for that. Is the law to fire someone for their hygiene? It actually is. Like, what if they're... Like if you're working in a restaurant, uh, if, yes. It depends. How are you going to breach the subject? Because there are laws on how you can actually talk to them about their hygiene. Oh, that's so gross. Mm. The fact that you can't just be like, hey, dude, brush your teeth. Everybody in here hates you. <laughs> <laughs> right? And we can't handle that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm living a hard life. I can't afford a toothbrush. But, you know, we'll buy you one. Yeah, they're that's, 99 cents that's at the dollar store. It's against my religion, but it was 99 uh, cents. I can feel you. I can smell your feet through your work shoes. Please wash wow. yourself. Sounds You're like me when I'm at work. <laughs> Literally, before you guys came here, I had not put on deodorant or brushed my teeth and uh, changed wow. my underwear. Really, mm-hmm. you still haven't crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all smell that? <laughs> Are we on? Do we have smell a vision? <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully. Uh, is this the last one? No, let's keep going. This is fun. Oh, okay. I'll I'll edit it down for time later. Oh, okay. Great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we we've not gotten shocked nearly enough across the board yet. We and we definitely got to kick it up a notch. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I think Dan's had fun here. <laughs> I'm having a blast. I'm okay, good. <laughs> okay, the next question, folks. Studies show that overall, men cheat on their partner more than women do. Surprise, surprise. Which <laughs> ma- which male age group is more likely to cheat on their spouse? A, thirty to thirty-nine. B, forty to forty-nine. C, seventy to seventy-nine. Or D. 80 plus. 
Good lord. <laughs> yeah, right? Ancient. Studies show that overall, men cheat on their partner more than women do. Which male age group is more likely to cheat on their spouse? A, 30 to 39, B, 40 to 49, C, 70 to 79, or D, 80 plus? Everybody have their answer? Yeah, sure. I said 30 to 39. I said 40. A. I said 40 to 49. Yeah, so everyone said 40 oh, to 49. Fantastic. Oh. But I well, think it's the 70 to 79. Well, Derek... You're correct in that assumption, oh and you're God. all wrong. So good job! <laughs> Yay! What? Zaps all around. They're all in. The, Who is doing Because that? that's where the biggest STD rate is yeah. too. Because they all they're just all in, sleep um, in nursing, the villages. Nursing homes and oh, like, forgetting that they're with they each other. STIs that's, out, like, out the wazoo. Literally. Yeah, like the villages has Gross. the highest STD. Oh, great. I well, I feel like most people in, on social media that are that are watching live uh, were at least in line with me, uh, thirty to thirty-nine. You would think that would uh, make sense, but uh, clearly we were all wrong. Clearly, the old people need to get their shit together, yeah. or not. Who cares at that point? Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of what happens. They're just you know let it go, like Elsa. Just, just okay. let it seventy go. to seventy-nine. Well, plus huh? the, plus those people came from and were in the generation of the free love, anyways. So right, they're still living it free love you know what else free is free here all. on jnc podcast condoms shocks, shocks. Oh. <laughs> but yes condoms too if you need them <laughs> we'll tell you where to get them <laughs> we'll give you a directory we'll get you a gift card for condoms <laughs> thank you for sponsoring us trojan yes <laughs> are we on 12 or did i forget to like 15. It's, it yeah it's 15. 18 it should not be 15 oh my god it should be 13 honestly Just do 20. okay i think Don't it's 13 to it. but it should be 20. <laughs> I, I agree with 20 <laughs> Heavens I'll take 20. Either. Okay, so everyone's getting one. Who to start with? Oh, Ellie. Okay. <laughs> Bring in the pain. Oh, no. Did it not do anything? I don't know. <laughs> to who? <laughs> Bring in the pain. Nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, no. What's happening? Derek, what's wrong with your collar? I don't know. Is it me? <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be you. <laughs> Is, is the, is this is the worst yeah. part of this game yeah. is when these things malfunction because everybody's like okay, oh my god blinking rapidly is that hang on a second on? once it stops blinking rapidly okay you should still. shock somebody else while we're waiting okay, oh, still god, blinking please, rapidly Jesus. no not me is nobody's working oh, thank no. god uh, we're all free <laughs> Thir- it's because it's 13 gonna, that's she's not gonna start mashing on it it's a bad <laughs> number hang on <laughs> maybe it takes some time to catch up <laughs> all right go ahead and give old brad a shock oh yeah oh, my god. <laughs> oh. okay oh. uh coming around town oh, oh yeah and last but not least oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sweating over oh, here. That one's start, it's starting to hurt now. Oh, oh my I'm God. giving it to you. <laughs> Why like, not? I've never no even held a, the thing. Like, surprise. It's now it's hurting. <laughs> <laughs> we want to say hi to Rachel tuning in over there on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Rachel. Be careful. It's on Dan. Woo. What? what are you talking about? I'm oh. turning this the other way. Kiss <laughs> yeah, my ass. <laughs> Do you have the remote? Who? What's wrong with you over there? I don't have anything. Except You're not allowed color. to shock me unless... It's a breach of... Ah, you bitch. <laughs> breach of trust. The breach of trust. Well, well, that just know, happened. I don't know you well enough to have trust, and that's why mine's inside out right now. <laughs> it's a breach of trust. Ah, Derek, stop. <laughs> Do you feel 
feel better. Oh my god. Eighteen. Oh my god. Get you within eighteen. Feel like I'm. I think I'm smoking over here. Did you shit yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Ages ago, way before the shot came. Oh my god. Okay, just because it's fair, Brad. I've never held the remote. Oh, you do you want to do this round of shots? Yes. Okay, give it to Ellie, please. So weird. I don't oh, know yeah. how to. I'm turning it back down. <laughs> okay, so listen. There's a channel button. It, it rifles through the channels. I'm channel one. Derek is channel two. I'm putting it back uh, on Dan the channel. is channel three. Okay. Um, you're going it's to on Brad right now. You choose 13. the channel, obviously, and then you I hit got, then you I hit got. the shock button. Okay, the, and, uh, the lightning bolt. Yeah. A little lightning Fantastic. bolt. Fantastic. Yeah, and that's that's life. <laughs> okay. All right. Shall we uh, progress? I think this is a great one here. According to a famous fast food restaurant's employees, at the bottom of every ball pit is a a freaky clown, b baby poop, c dead mice d a security camera according to a famous fast food restaurants employees at the bottom of every ball pit is a a freaky clown b baby poop c dead mice d a security camera i'm gonna immediately regret this answer but i <laughs> but i really want it to be this and not the other not a what clown? you think it should be I really don't want it to be a clown. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, wouldn't that be That's just horrifying? horrifying. <laughs> hey, Georgie. <laughs> we all float down here, Georgie. Uh, what the, don't you miss the ball pits, kind of? Like dead animals in the bottom. Oh, God. That's what I'm. That's what I said, dead mice. Uh, I'm, I'm saying dead mice, but it's probably baby poop. I think I'm, it's baby I'm poop. I'm going with the camera because oh. it's probably for safety. Oh, <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. What, uh. It is uh, it is baby poop. Oh shit! Damn it! So no one got it, right? Yeah, I think they are all losers. No, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> are we ready? No. Oh, you looked right at me. <laughs> God, it's I awesome. thought she looked at Jordan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yay. What level did you have him on? I put you and Brad at thirty-five. Nice. Oh my God, <laughs> Ellie. Dan, I had you at fifteen. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> oh, shit. 30. I love having Ellie Damn. on that thing. Savage. I will take the now. pain. <laughs> I will take the pain if it means Brad gets it, too. Oh, my gosh. Was that the last question? No. Um, no, let's let's do a couple more. Okay. Well, I'm out of them, so please just give me a moment. Oh, my God. You have a whole box of questions over there. Yeah. I bought you a whole game. Okay, yeah, but some of them are very long. I bought you a whole game of I Wish I Didn't Know, uh, available from Amazon.com through our affiliate link. Yes. I've got another one that's uh, a spinoff of that that everyone should know. Ah. Oh, good. And if you do any Amazon shopping, please do it through us. Thank you. Shameless plug. Appreciate it. All plugs are shameless. Yeah. True. (laughs) Oh, are we ready? Ready. Okay. Ready. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, Bubby said on on YouTube, he said, never again will I go into a ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What happened to the ball pits? That's what happened. Huh? Well, COVID. Uh, I, saw, <laughs> I saw the greatest meme. Uh, it was it was the old McDonald's and the new McDonald's. And it was like McDonald's grew up into a miserable adult. Oh, yeah. They're all like grayscale and shit. <laughs> Streamlined. Like a, fun, a fun kid filled with wonder to a, 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 a 
I don't know. I'm, I'm butchering it. But miserable you get the, adult. Yeah, you get the you get the point. They went yeah. from the ball pits to now you go places and they have the memory foam pits. Have you guys had the opportunity of getting in one of those? No, I can't no. say that we have. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I went to um, what was it, Flying Panda over in oh, St. Lucie West, yeah. and head first just went into the the memory foam. It took me a good twenty five minutes to. Get my fat ass! Out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, uh, somebody throw me a fucking rope. Have you guys been to the McDonald's over there? Um, wait, are we allowed to badmouth the public company? I don't care. Okay, great. <laughs> so good. I don't uh, care until they tell me to care. Have, have we ever? Have, has anybody ever been to the one on uh, Port Lucie Boulevard and Veterans here? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the worst one ever. They always are back missing. in the day. Yeah, Ugh, they're always missing things. Their payment system doesn't work. They just, I mean, they're the worst. I hate that. They've I mean, been consistently trying to get it together for years. Don't it they still used have a ball pit? Had. No. Oh. They used to be a really good one. They had the video games instead of uh, ball pit. and Like an arcade yeah, instead of there? Yeah. They, the you could go in there and play like uh, Nintendo 64 and, and <laughs> PlayStation 3 and stuff like that. But huh. Hippity hop. Yeah, then, <laughs> then they sold their franchise. Ah. Uh. Uh. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Now they did the whole uh, refit. Uh, and now they look like every other sad McDonald's. Yes, <laughs> forward. They were a sad McDonald's at heart. No matter what <laughs> yes, they look like. That's <laughs> It's the worst. I actually. You could change the clothes, but you can't change the heart. <laughs> they ran out of. They ran out of chicken once. Like you can't even go there and get chicken fingers or chicken nuggets or whatever it was. It's crazy. But the but, but the 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 uh, ice cream machine worked no. at one point Never. in time. I worked for Burger King, and they ran out of Whoppers. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can't run wow. out of your signature item. <laughs> That's a GM that fucked up on their truck order. That is 100%. <laughs> There's no way that you were like, whoa, we sold so many Whoppers this week. I was totally unprepared for that. Yeah, no, that's someone who <laughs> fucked up a truck yeah. order. Are we next ready? Question. Go ahead, we're Jordan. No, Sorry, Jordan. We were hijacking your... That's okay. I was Trying just... to get our necks back together. Oh, don't worry. I raised it. What neck? God damn it. Oh. <laughs> it's numb. I was digging deep in the memory vault of McDonald's days. We were all triggered. reminiscing. Yeah. About my, one time, my Photoshop teacher came in, and, and I worked at McDonald's, and he wanted the milkshake, and obviously the machine broke. And then it was just like this mush, and I think it was around St. Patrick's Day, so it was, you know, when they had the shamrock concoction happening to and it just looked like the most disgusting thing you've ever seen in your oh. life like every color and i was like i'm sorry the machine's broken he's like i'll just take that and i was like when those things melt and separate it's it so scary it was not cute i think there was brown in there and i don't even know why <laughs> there was brown cute. yeah it was and he drank it he took it and left and i was like you're Gross. disgusting okay anyway <laughs> fun memories recent whiskey for st patty's day <laughs> Maybe it still tastes good. I mean, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Recent studies have found people tend to hate this color when they get older. A, blue. B, orange. C, red. D, green. Hmm. Recent studies have found people tend to hate this color when they get older. It's a very interesting question. I know. And what studies? Repeat the colors. We have blue, orange, red. Or green. You got me high or low. Ready. Only because I've hold I've heard elders in my past uh, talk about how stupid this car color is. <laughs> so, oh, I know what you put. <laughs> two. But, uh, 
Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. I said orange. Oh. I said orange. I said red. It's either orange or green. Orange. Um, orange. It's orange. Orange. What, what is it, Jordan? I thought you were going to, based on what you said, I thought it would be red. I thought everyone hates the red cards. No, but no. you're wrong. Every, every oh, God. Is right. everyone wrong? Everyone's wrong. It's blue. Yes, I blue. have all the power. It's blue. My boy, blue. Are you all ready? No. No. It's for you, Paige. It's me, and it's not working again, isn't it? No. <laughs> I hate she, all of this. She's just screwing with us now. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my god, god damn. damn. Ah. Oh. What, what level was that? You were on 20. Nice. Dang. Oh my god, we are getting put through the ringer. Okay, this, so this Brad time. and Derek so, are not working. Again? So stressful. I mean, yeah. Am I not blinking? Had, like a thing going on where you're not I, I gotta, they're up higher, but I, right. I gotta keep Mine, you in the game. Mine's, mine's ready. Just do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, God, help me. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think mine's you working. You just Yours pre- isn't working. You just press it twice, Derek. Press it once and then press it again. Okay. Yeah. No. Press it again. Oh. Nope. Here, that's good now. Don't hold it. You don't want to hold it. Nothing. Do it one more time. Just press it one more time. How many? How many times is it supposed to beep? Just it beeps once when it's ready. One beep. Yes. Nothing. Oh my god, it's so scary. It is the scariest ever. No, don't check me. (laughs) Yeah, Brad can have it. I feel like I'm just shocking Derek over and over again, and he's just taking it. Yeah. He's probably loving it inside. Yeah. (laughs) It's just beeping at me. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah! There it goes. There it goes. So I'd like to just say one thing. Oh, she had me at forty-five. Dog, I will punch you in the face. <laughs> what? Anybody that puts this on their dog and I find out about it, I will punch you in the face. No, I put you that on forty-five. Brad was on thirty. Wow, that was only thirty, and I had forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that so cruel to do? Yes, it's cruel. <laughs> like we're doing it for fun because we're. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you put this on your dog. You're a piece of I shit. I mean, unless you can find. <laughs> I agree. I don't think you should have shot. I mean, unless you can dogs. consult your dog and that's what they want for their life, you know? Yes. But I don't think you can do that. No, so I think we should. There's yeah. other like, ways like, to like correct dogs, your like, consultation. dog. You know what I, I hate, too, when they have the choker ones. Too. Yeah. No. You just put choker. They do, have the, they do have the option on this particular brand uh, to use a vibrate, and there's a there's a loud noise that it makes, too. Yeah, so if you can train your animal to to go around that, it's not necessarily a shop. I don't think you should be able to have a control. If you, I mean, especially that, yeah, because you know there's some sadistic. Yeah, there's like, some. You put that shit up to ninety nine and shock your fucking dog. That are fucking yeah, dude. Just thinking about doing. it makes me angry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, oh no. Let's do one more because one Ellie more? is is not allowed to use this. Yeah, thing. the shocks no, are getting everyone amped this here. Is great, Ellie. Good job. Good job. Very nice. Uh, you're going to raise the dead here in a minute. Agor- according. Uh, oh, words. According to a survey, I can speak. This is the least favorite side dish on the Thanksgiving table. Is it A, cranberry sauce, B, stuffing, C, mashed potatoes, D, yams? The least favorite side wow. dish on the Thanksgiving table, cranberry sauce, stuffing, mashed potatoes or yams before i give my answer i'd like to just point out that i don't agree with it <laughs> i like all of those things because i am 
fat and <laughs> love food. Fat and happy. <laughs> Join the club. Out of those things, this answer is the only thing I don't like. That's why I put it. Ah. I I've heard most people say this. Right. I hope everyone's right. I hope so too. Hope for wrong. all your sake. you Brad, you're wrong as hell. <laughs> oh shit. Stuffing. Who are you? Stuffing's oh like God. the best thing. Yeah. Well, y'all don't like cranberry sauce? I don't I like cranberry sauce. sauce. Okay, Brad, it said according but to a survey, it's the least favorite side. I've heard dish. a lot of people say they don't like the sauce. I can hear I can hear people saying, I don't like stuffing. I prefer dressing. Oh, that yeah. So, what's the right answer? It is a cranberry sauce. Oh, Brad's so the it's only Brad. one that got it wrong. Stuff God, because y'all were even on this shock level. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, he's so nervous. <laughs> and that wraps up our What level? Episode. What level? <laughs> what level was it? <laughs> off, yes. It's on 50. I put everyone on 50. Oh, that was Russian uh, roulette you just yeah. played. We're Damn. done. We're, we're done. I had already gotten a 45. I, so. I can't get this off fast. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, now it's Jordan and Ellie's turn. That right, was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I liked not being in control can of I, the shot. Can I take this home for my next date? <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> All right, you guys. We're going to take a little pause for the cause because old Brad needs a beer to um, get some of this heat off of me anyway <laughs> coming up we're gonna put dan on the hot seat inside the lipton tea and we'll hit you with our shameless plugs <laughs> all right you guys the time has come to put daddy dan on the hot seat and this rapid fire and if you're oh. expired by the late great television host mr james lipton this is inside lipton tea And welcome to Inside the Lipton Tea. I'm Brad Brock playing the part of Mr. James Lipton. And I'm here with Daddy Dan. What's up? (laughs) Dan, are you ready? I have no idea what's about to happen. Fantastic. So he's ready. Yes. What is your favorite word? Uh, Phenomenal. What is your least favorite word? Uh, dumb. Dan, what turns you on? Uh, how real can I get? <laughs> real, real. <laughs> there is a there is a nine year old listening. <laughs> uh, we'll say rope. Mm. What turns you off? Shit. <laughs> In the same evening. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Um, sound or noise do I love? Um, I love the... I love birds. The sound of birds. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, like scratchy things, like, uh, like squeaky things. You know, like... Ee! Creaky bedpost, perhaps. No, those are fun. <laughs> those are fine. Yeah. Sometimes we stick a pillow behind it. There you go. We. <laughs> Dan, what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. Nice. Yes. Solid. Everyone likes a good mm-hmm. fuck. 
Oh, my Jordan. God. <laughs> oh, wow. Fogging my glasses the, the up over here. word, guys. Gosh. Dan, what profession other than your own would you like to try? Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um. Well, I'd love to be an entertainer of some kind. Oh, I know a guy. <laughs> what job would you not do under any circumstance? Uh, Clean shit. Another solid answer. Doesn't like the poop. Another solid waste answer. Like <laughs> and finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. yeah he, did it. he made it. That was probably the quickest listen to you. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was solid. Very good. Was solid. He was ready. It <laughs> was quite phenomenal. <laughs> Hey. All right, you guys, we're going to uh, get into uh, my favorite uh, segment is when we get to sell you all our stuff. Uh, this is our shameless plugs. Right, you guys, we're going to go around the room and uh, rattle off all the things that you should be checking out and looking for. Uh, I guess we'll start with Ellie. Ellie, oh. what are your shameless plugs? Um... Well, has everyone, I think, listening, well, the majority of the people listening are entertainers themselves. Uh, so you all uh, coming up on tax season, got to pay your taxes. Or, uh, or, or not. <laughs> or not. I mean, whatever. Um, but you probably you probably should, should do that. Um, check out TMI Associates uh, to help you with your, uh, your tax... Your taxes. taxes. <laughs> your, your tax woes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you should definitely have a professional helping you if you are a contractor uh, or if you work for yourself. They will get you back more money than you can on your own. Um, so check them out. TMI Associates. Also, I'm going to promote uh, the new company that I'm working for, Tijuana Flats. Yeah. Hey. They're fucking amazing. I'm delicious. It's amazing. The food's awesome. Um, I'm finishing up my training. I will be in Port St. Lucie. We need people. So if you're looking for a job, uh, come check us out. Put me down as a reference. And uh, yeah, or just come and fucking eat. Like, it's awesome. Come see me. I will be there next week. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Dan, Daddy McCabe, any any shameless plugs to throw out there? You know, I wasn't prepared to do this, but I do have one. Oh, excellent. Um, so I co-run a not-for-profit on the subject of philanthropy. Um, it is a profit that helps disabled veterans. Um, if you go to vetdivetherapy.com, it's just like it's spelled, you can buy some gear um and and help get um a veteran what we do is we we certify them for free uh, in scuba diving because it is very therapeutic experience and it's a way to kind of help them um cope because i know when i scuba dive i've been diving since 1999 and when i dive everything's a little brighter uh for for several days so so please it's a very important cause if you're really feeling philanthropic which is how you say that word <laughs> philanthropic <laughs> go to vetdivetherapy.com and you know help out any way you can you can even just donate That's amazing. Vet, nice. vetdivetherapy.com. Mhm. 
the, the, the not-for-profit's called Dive Therapy. Um, when we are a full uh, 501c3, so, I mean, you can claim it on your taxes if, if you want. Nice. Great. We'll put uh, That's we'll, awesome. We'll put that link, uh, of course, in our uh, in the show notes. You'll be able to check that out. That's awesome. Did Very not cool. know this about you, Dan. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm a philanthropic guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, shameless plugs there, Derek. Um, remember uh, to go to, well, of course, support local. So um, this weekend is the first uh, second Saturday weekend that the Sneaky Tiki is having their barbecue mm. um, special that they do. It went from the first weekend, first Saturday of the month to the second Saturday of the month, um, and it will be moving on there. Um, go check out Darren at the Sneaky Tiki and get some of the most delicious barbecue you'll ever have. It's really, really good. Yeah. Cherry wood yeah. smoked ribs, brisket. Yep, our friend Tim Hansen is the pit master, mm-hmm. and then of course uh, his better half, arguably, uh, is Jess, and uh, she makes the best bourbon beans. Oh my god, of all time! Yeah, oh, it's so good. They awesome. are so amazing. So really, good. is good. Yeah, yeah. ribs, brisket, uh, pulled pork, coleslaw. The coleslaw. coleslaw is pretty. I'm not a fan of coleslaw, and having that coleslaw mix in with the the pulled pork was just fan freaking test because that's her thing uh or at least just like she likes to put the slaw or she makes the slaw with the purpose of putting it on the pulled pork uh for the sandwiches and whatnot it's it's so good awesome yeah sign me up for some brisket yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's it that's, that's it. it just go see sneaky go hang out at sneaky get some tiki. meat get yeah. some meat get some meat um i'll so, see like you there this saturday for support sure. local i will um i've already made it known to everybody that I'm working with on Saturday, that I will be going across the street to get <laughs> taking um, a little hiatus. <laughs> oh yeah, you get that perk now. Look at you, Hell you'll never yeah. miss yeah. it again. I never miss it. I nice. work every second Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> willingly. Well, Jordan, any shameless plugs over there in the corner, the Jordy corner? Well, I think I'll let you take them all tonight, Brad. Oh, good. That's how you. You got the script. How kind of you. Yeah. That's yep. wonderful. I do have some interesting ones. Oh, wait, wait, ones. wait. No, I do have oh, one. She got to talk about a certain company. Ah, perfect. <laughs> well, if you're looking to better your life and, you know, other, you know, diets or other things have not worked for you in the past, if you're looking for a whole lifestyle change, please come talk to me. Um, I've been doing an amazing program. I'm down 50 pounds. Um, 50 pounds. Can we get a... Yes, uh, that's, a, that's a fat three-year-old. Yeah. That's a fat three-year-old. Six-year-old. That's a whole f- Rottweiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole Rottweiler. Yep. yep. Unbelievable. That's so aggressive. <laughs> that is seven newborn babies, folks. And... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that, Dan. And so, yeah, if you're interested in learning more or finding out, please come talk to me. Would love to help you. Um, it's been great. My astigmatism is gone in my eyes now. It's affected so many things for the better. I don't know she if it's related. See. I can see <laughs> clearly <laughs> now. The astigmatism is gone. Did you say what the name of this uh, company is? No, it's oh. a secret, Brad. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <Derek>. <laughs> what a troublemaker! So. And only if you're only relevant for the people watching the yeah, show. Yeah, if you're interested in my luscious lips, we can talk about that too. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Always interested in those so. luscious lips, baby. Yes. Down boy. That was for and, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Just for you, Paul. Just Where's the you. shot collar? <laughs> so that's that's really all I have, so 
Nice. Yes, thank you. Yes, and your lips are lovely and luscious, Jordan. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> uh, if you guys could, if you guys had a, you know what? I think I should set up like, I should set up a room cam just for uh, our Patreon All our supporters. shenanigans. Just for zooming in on the. We're gonna do the jams and cocktails OnlyFans page. <laughs> the rude moments, and, and you'll you'll be able to tune in there, and it'll just be a room cam of of all of our nonsense, <laughs> even during our breaks, um, and maybe maybe even a, a half hour before the show starts. Oh God. We'll just do that. I, I can have my dick out if it's only fans. <laughs> exactly. Nice. That's nice. exactly right. Yep. I mean, you don't already. <laughs> I mean, you can't see under the table. <laughs> well, we'll do glass top tables and we'll have a down cam. <laughs> can we make it like a lens table so it looks bigger? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Wow. All right, you guys. Well, that got derailed quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. Someone's Jordan's shameless, yeah. Jordan's shameless plugs are good for that, right? Oh, shameful, shameful plugs. Shameful plugs over uh, here. Guys, I, I want to say thank you all so much for tuning in with us. Please remember to give us a like, share, uh, and uh, follow, and subscribe to us on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, uh, if you're a Roku user, we have our own Roku channel. Just uh Search Jams and Cocktails at our channel and please give us five stars. That uh, It really helps a lot, uh, probably in the future. Right now, it's just nice to see. Uh, so <laughs> Just boosts our uh, boost, self-morale. Uh, uh, self-esteem a little bit. So please do that for us. Uh, kind of a big deal to us, uh, but I neglect to mention it. Jordan mentioned it uh, quite a few times tonight. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, if you guys buy stuff from Amazon, like literally anything, uh, please do us a solid and click on our affiliate link before you browse. Uh, it's in our show notes. We get a little kickback regardless of what you purchase. Uh, we have to make a certain number of sales to continue our affiliation with Amazon. So um, just uh, check out all the stuff that we recommend that you get, uh, including the the trivia game and the shot callers. And uh, if you want to do that in your own time. Is it only in the show notes or is um, it on our website? It's too? on the website, too. You can go to jncpodcast.com and click on our gear list and the affiliate links are there. Like you don't have to buy the stuff that we recommend. But if you click through that first and then buy anything you want, it uh, it gives us a kickback. So we, we really appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, just go there. Uh, click uh, click the link in the description and buy whatever the hell you want. Um, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Love you. Mean it. Uh, on Tuesday. February 22nd, I'll be doing my own charitable service as a part of a singer-songwriter round at Rock Pit Brewing in Orlando. Uh, the, the event benefits Cannonball Kids Cancer. Uh, the doors are at 6.30. The show is at 7, and it'll be a fun night of music and stories. I'm not sure what the cost is, but it's going to a good cause. Um, so come out if you're in the Orlando area or if you like traveling or you want to carpool with us. Uh, it's going to be a good time. A lot of uh, it's not just me. There's a bunch of other songwriters there, including uh, past guest Bob Green. Uh, we'll be there sharing stories and we'll be playing some music and you get some beers and you get to hang out with me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can check out all my shows and dates uh, at uh, bradbrock.com. And I hope to see you out in about some time. Uh, mention how good looking I am and get a free koozie. <laughs> Face for radio. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Who writes this stuff? It's me. Uh, big thanks to our sponsors and partners at Code Rum, Todd and Laura at TCNightlife.com, the Mocha 
the most comprehensive entertainment counter, you guys, <laughs> uh, for the Treasure Coast. Uh, and uh, thanks to our friends at the Sneaky Tiki, who uh, Derek mentioned uh, coming up this Saturday is a great barbecue there. So go check that out. Treasure Coast Entertainment, Snorkel Corn Entertainment, Hop Life Brewing, uh, the Indie Bible, Roku, Drizzly. Drizzly. And our friend Paul at the Drums and Rums podcast tuning in with us live tonight. <laughs> Check them all out and support those who support us and support local whenever you can. Next week on the show, we'll be doing our own little songwriters round to get you into the mood for the Orlando show. Uh, it'll feature myself and two special guest singer songwriters. So mark the date uh, for next Wednesday and join us for some singer songwriter fun. And that, in fact, does it for my shameless plugs. All right, all right, all right. Well, good to see you. Thing, no, absolutely not, Derek. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please. Come on. <laughs> no, I. Um, my dad just celebrated his 72nd birthday. And I wanted to wish him a happy birthday because I got him set up watching the show for the first time no. today. So. Happy oh, birthday! Shut up. Happy birthday! Seventy-two, huh? Yeah. God bless him. And just as grumpy as ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. At least he's consistent. True. That's <laughs> very true. Just very true. I love that. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Very very cool. Happy birthday, Mister Z. Um. Well, I think we're we're towards the end here. I, I certainly hope that uh, that you all out there listening enjoyed the show this evening. I hope you you learned a little something uh, as we aim to inebriate and educate here on jams and cocktails. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, please if, if if you're watching this later on and you feel like you have to get something off your chest, uh, you can email us at uh, jams and cocktails at gmail dot com and uh, let us know what you think and uh, what your thoughts are. And uh, or you can engage with us on social media, uh, on Facebook or Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time. The other ones, uh, including TikTok, I've kind of fallen off the map there a little bit. But uh, but we exist <laughs> on those <laughs> We're platforms. There. We're there. Uh, but yeah, feel free to drop us a line. We love hearing from you. Uh, even if you say you guys suck, never do this again. Uh, we'll tell you you're wrong. Yeah, and we'll do it again. I'll print it out and put it on the toilet paper roll. Anyway, you guys, <laughs> thanks again to Ms. Jordan Taylor. Blow everybody a nice big kiss. <laughs> now you try. In comparison, in comparison, you guys, the destruction crew tonight, Miss Ellie Brock. Dan, Daddy McCabe, and of course, the man with the plan, Mr. Derek Zugel. Yes. All right, you guys, join us next week for our songwriters round. Until then, drink some water, listen to music, support local, and take care of yourselves and each other. Broadcasting live from the legendary JNC Lounge. Did it feel good to say that? It did. <laughs> We're sticking with it, you guys. If you guys have been following along, it's been a, a process. Thought about renaming it. Nope. It is the legendary JNC Lounge and will continue to be. Are you going to say it, rename the lounge? Yeah. Are you going to say it really dramatic like that every time? Like every the arms time. out like showgirl, spirit fingery, yeah. jazz hands. 
Yeah. Legendary JMC Lounge. You guys, I'm Brad Brock. We love you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>